Ephesians chapter 6, verses 5 through 9. Bondservants, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, with a sincere heart, as you would Christ, not by the way of eye service as people pleasers, but as bondservants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, rendering service with a good will as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether he is a bondservant or is free. Masters, do the same to them and stop your threatening, knowing that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven and that there is no partiality with him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. So this is the last, you know, we had wives and husbands two days ago. Yesterday was children and parents. And today is bond servants and masters. Mm. And, you know, bond servants, this word doulos, it's, uh, you know, it's a form of slavery, but this is a real tricky dance that there's just like jillions and jillions of articles and everything about. Um, but, you know, Paul was not a capitalist American writing to other capitalist Americans. <laughs> and so, and the reason that Bible translators will often translate that word as bond servants is it's really a totally different um, office than what we would think of when we think of like chattel slavery. And so, um, you know, a, a little bit of like controversial language here, um, but, you know, we can rest assured that um, the Bible would in no way endorse us hmm. uh, abusing and objectifying other people. So yeah, all that is a little disclaimer out front. And so really Paul is speaking into, he's spoken into romance and marriage. He's spoken into family units. And now he's kind of speaking into the marketplace. You know, this is mm -hmm. like the marketplace, bond servants and masters. Right. And so employees, employers, however you want to view that. And we, we have this, you know, this command towards uh, the bond servants, the do loss to obey, uh, you know, with reverence and a sincere heart in the same way that you would obey Christ, which right. is a huge command. And then this command towards the people holding the ropes, towards sort of the masters, the business owners, the farm owners, um, to stop being threatening and to recognize Christ as Lord mm -hmm. and, um, you know, that there is no partiality between them regardless of socioeconomic status. So... Yeah. Barrett, Barfish, please tell us your thoughts on verses five through nine. Yeah, so it it is an it is an interesting passage. I, I don't think you're wrong to talk about it in the sense of employee employer. I don't think that's like anachronistic. I, I think that that is what it's getting at. It, it is getting to the marketplace relationship, and mm -hmm. so I, I don't think it's a wrong application to look at today and and look at the employee employer relationship. One thing that's interesting, you know, he says, bond servants, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, with a sincere heart. That that could easily be taken out of context. Obey them with fear and trembling, you know, as yeah. if we're like, you know, the masters are these big evil people. And I think sometimes we do think of like, you know, America's very dark and, and terrible past with slavery mm -hmm. in, in light of that verse. But really what it, I mean, what it goes on to say is, is obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling with a sincere heart as you would Christ. Mm -hmm. Part of the problem is when you don't have a master that is like Christ, mm. 
And, and that's what he's getting at when he talks to masters down here. He says, do the same to him and stop your threatening. You know, so be a good master, um, be a good employer. And I mean, all of us have experienced this when we have a relationship with our, you know, employer, or our boss or our supervisor, whoever it is, who is, is, is threatening, is manipulative, is tell me condescending. about it. Preach. <laughs> Will, maybe we need to have a little sidebar <laughs> after the ODR. Gosh, so I didn't relatable all of a sudden. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on over here yeah, in the creative yeah. suite. Let's keep talking about manipulative employers. Okay. Where's Jordan Coughlin? Is he somewhere around here today? Don't or? worry about it. Don't worry about uh, it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but I mean, we, we can all relate to that when you've had someone over you like that, you, you know, you, you just, you lean towards complaining. There's all this, you know, talking behind backs and just the whole bit. But then when, um, when you have someone who is, who is Christ-like as, as a master over you or as an employer, a boss or whoever, it's, it is very easy to submit to that person. Yeah. It's very easy to place yourself under their authority. Why? Because they have your best interests at heart. And, and so I, I think, you know, wherever you find yourself, and honestly, I think we probably find ourselves in different things. Like I have some responsibility over, you know, certain staff at Christ's Covenant. I also have people that are over me. And so we, we play both of these roles yeah. a lot. And so I think we have to like I think we have to view it. What what I find highly interesting is when somebody plays one of the roles one way and they play the other role another way. And uh, and Jesus addresses those type people and he calls them hypocrites. Ooh. And so and, and so I, I would say like let's steer clear of that. Yeah. Um and in and in both of our roles, you know, whether we have whether we're kind of like a bond or whether we're a you know, an employee under someone or whether we're have responsibility over others, um, the key is to do it as as Christ would, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think that's what he's pointing out here. Um, so, I I think that's what I take from this passage. I do find in verse nine, it's very interesting that he throws in there that there is no partiality with him. Yeah, and so it it is not as though like if you have climbed some corporate ladder yeah. or you have a high level of responsibility that God somehow is more pleased with you than he is some lowly bond servant who's doing some menial job. There's no partiality. And I mean, James three addresses uh, not showing partiality to people in the church and, and those type things. And so we need to have a kingdom mindset with these type things. We need to view it through the, through the lens of scripture, through the lens of, of God himself that there's no partiality with God. Yeah. And so there may, you know, we've got senior pastor Jason Dees and we've got somebody working the connect desk who is doing a faithful job. Um, they could actually be doing a more faithful job than Jason Dees. I'm not trying to call out Dees, mm. but like there's no partiality. A little shade at Jason Dees. Yeah, we'll throw a little shade <laughs> like there. Like but uh, but there's no partiality with God. And so yeah. and And we should not show partiality either. And I think we should see that wherever the Lord has called you, you are meant to do that faithfully, yeah. hardworking, not as, as it says here, not by the way of eye service as people pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, rendering a service with a goodwill as to the Lord and not to man. If you do that, it doesn't matter what job you're doing, what responsibility you have, what ta- or don't have, 
or what task you're carrying out, mm-hmm. you can live a God honoring life. Yeah. I think that's what this passage is getting at. Come on, baby. Come on. Preach. Sorry, yeah. A little preacher. No, I, love <laughs> I, love I love it. Um, dude, I mean, I totally agree. And you know, there's uh London Institute of for contemporary Christianity, um, which is an awesome, awesome ministry in London. They, uh, have, um, a, a book and kind of just like this whole umbrella of resources called whole life worship. And it really hits on, I think it's whole life worship or whole life discipleship. Anyways, it really hits on, you know, basically what we've been talking about, which is the, the way that, you know, the truth of the gospel and the framework of, you know, Christianity shapes our interactions with other people. That is, is of great, great importance in our mission as believers and just in how effectively we worship the Lord. You know, just to be frank, like if if we show up to church, you know, in our Sunday best and look great and sing great and are just so like expressive and ah, and taking notes during the sermon and you know serving in covenant kids or doing whatever we're doing and going to our deacon meetings and like whatever but then you know we're a total butt to like our employers or employees then right. what are we doing for the kingdom of god you right. know and like i i for the sake of sensitivity i had a job in college that was a crappy job and um basically everybody there was very 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 not um walking in the way of jesus yeah and there was one guy who worked there with me who was and you know we kind of like people knew that we were believers and um church going kind of people and he would be such a like hindrance to the work of the team Mm. and kind of just have such a bad attitude and kind of like have this like man like we don't deserve to be treated like this like blah 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 sort of attitudes and it was just such a bad look for like you know people were associating like christian work ethic and and like a christian worldview with like the way that this guy was treating this job which was like he was better than it and it was very counterproductive and um and you know, love that guy. Like it wasn't, it's not like he's a bad person, but it was failing to see how the way that we honor the tasks that are in front of us yeah, that's right. ultimately honor Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I would just say like, we should be as preoccupied with how we honor Christ in our work and in our leading of other people or in our following of other people. We should be as preoccupied with that as we are with, um, you know, some of the more outward expressions and church fake folk, church facing expressions yeah that um you know we would be more maybe prone to pay attention to so it all is part of the mission of god so you know some some good words and challenging words today um for barrett fisher the foch this is will carlisle we'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm thanks for listening to our daily rhythm I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. 
If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.